Hey guys, we're Soulful Synergy. My name is Shaughnessy. My name is Shanice, and today we have a special guest for part three of A Woman's Worlds. Alyssa, introduce yourself. Hi guys, I'm Alyssa Bertram. Excited to be with these two soulful ladies today. <laughs> so, Alyssa is the founder of a company called Easy Period. Tell us about it. So Easy is a subscription delivery service for organic cotton menstrual hygiene products. So we deliver tampons and pads to women's doors across North America. And then we donate on their behalf to delivering pads to girls in Kenya. Amazing. I know, I was looking into the foundation. What is it called again? The Zana? Zana Africa. They offer actual products. So they have created their own product, a mm -hmm. disposable pad that they've had um, the girls in the community in Kenya that they're servicing design the packaging for, which is really That's sweet. So cool. And then they also do um, reproductive health education. So a lot of these girls lack the basic education about their bodies and puberty and menstruation. So they do workshops. And then recently they actually designed a reproductive health magazine based on the questions that they kept hearing through their workshops. So it's a magazine where these young girls can see girls that look just like them and have their questions answered and stuff. So it's pretty cool the work that they're doing. So you speaking of workshops, you also do workshops as well. I see you do a lot of public speaking, a lot of workshops. So proud. <laughs> so tell us about the workshops you do. Yeah, so in um, January of 2018 of this year, I did my first workshop. I Over the Christmas holiday, I was feeling really just like, blah and kind of felt like you know the business had been going for a while but I it's an e-commerce business it's really like all online and I really knew that the reason that I got into this was I wanted to connect with women in a really intimate way and I'd been doing these dinner parties with bigger groups of women so 40 women but I always felt like at the end of the dinner party like the conversation was just getting started and it never got a chance to get to like that deeper place so I pictured doing a workshop with just 10 women so a smaller group a longer amount of time in my house like very intimate mm -hmm. where we could really get there and go deep so I did my first one um, I planned it in January I think I held it in February and I've done three other sessions since then talking about things like finding your passion or public speaking and just like really owning your voice um, and like defining your message so those have been really special and it's really cool to see we do them um, in the evenings and we run them for four weeks in a row with 10 women and so these people are strangers like at week one and then the way that we go deep with each other and are just like really vulnerable yeah. by the end of the four weeks it's like wow I feel like I know you so well yeah that's amazing that's yeah. so, cool. so it's the 10 girls the whole time Usually, yeah, you can, some people come for one-off sessions, yeah. but like for this one I'm doing right now, we're in week three of our September ones, um, we have five girls who have been coming to every one, so I see them every week, it's really, it's a cool way, yeah, that's so cool. consistency too, yeah, yeah it's showing. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. We were saying we want to come to one, so yes. we should make it happen. Yeah, come, <laughs> yeah. honestly, come. It looks so, like, peaceful and, like, you know? Yeah, it's really, it's a break, I feel like. It's really nice. I look forward to them, honestly. Yeah. 
So with um, Easy Period, what's your day-to-day schedule like? Yeah, <laughs> it's all over the place. Okay. It's do you do the packaging yourself or do you outsource that? So for the first year and a half, I was doing it all myself. Like out of my apartment was a warehouse, which was really interesting. But earlier this year, I outsourced it. So we work with a warehouse in Mississauga. Okay. So that's really nice. Like the orders are just like, they go straight to them. Mm-hmm. All the product goes to them. I never touch the product, which is a big change. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that gives me more of a chance to focus on kind of like the higher level stuff, the bigger picture. So mm-hmm. I still do all of the social media. I still plan and like write all most of the content for the blog. Sometimes mm-hmm. people help out with that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's always yeah. nice to get like another perspective, right? Totally. Like a guest blogger. Oh my gosh, yeah. And eventually I would love for it to just be other people doing the blog stuff yeah. because I love you. Yeah, load off me. And like, yeah, other perspectives and Mm -hmm. other people's stories and stuff. And then what else? Yeah, it's it's a lot of planning, Mm -hmm. I feel like. Like just like making sure that we're talking to our subscribers and seeing like what do they want, what do they need, Mm -hmm. what's working, what's not, and like what can we shift? Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. Okay. How long did it take you to plan like the overall like idea? I feel, okay, so I started planning um, in September of 2015, mm-hmm. and then we launched the following uh, June, so just under a year, to get like the website up, source the product, um, get all the details in place, and then now it's still a constant like mm-hmm. planning and like making changes, like, oh, that that doesn't make any sense. Why are we doing it that way? Let's do it this way. Mm, okay. And do you, do you have a big team that you work with or is it mainly just you? Not and at like? all. So, <laughs> but I do have some key people. So I have a graphic designer that I work with, Yasmin, who was like my angel sent from the Lord above. <laughs> she did the logo and she does like love all the branding. And every time I have a vision of something, I'll talk to her and then she'll come back and it's all of a sudden that vision is a thing. Mm-hmm is amazing so glad I found her um, and then I also work with a developer who keeps the website up to date um, and then I have a board of advisors um, who I go to for help with making decisions and stuff mm-hmm. and an accountant mm-hmm. that's key with any business oh my gosh yeah <laughs> I don't think I did that until like maybe six months ago mm-hmm. and that's been a game changer like mm-hmm. she just helps me First of all, I'm terrible with numbers. Like, that is not my strong suit. Yeah. And so she helps me see, like, just, like, break down my personal finances and the business finances and see, like, what's working, what's not. Mm -hmm. I like it because she, so in tracking my spending, she'll be like, oh, um, 60% of your uh, spending is going toward, like, the business and 10% is going toward, like, repaying debt. Mm -hmm. It looks like you have no nothing allocated toward like um, entertainment or fun Mm -hmm. like you're asking about who I hang out with whatever it's like okay that's a problem like I need to make an effort to like be connecting with my friends and family and you know what I mean yeah Yeah. it all plays into each other yeah that's interesting I was just gonna ask you about personal life how has it changed since you started easy period oh my gosh so much (laughs) like in the first little while I was like so obsessed with the business. I my mom had been really sick, so she's better now, but 
I think I really needed to just throw myself into something like to cope with that and this is what I threw myself into so I just like was one track minded like blinders on I did not care about going out obviously here and there like I needed that break and that outlet but um yeah so things changed dramatically even leading up to when I made the decision to do it I just like was really interested in other people who had started their own thing Mm -hmm. or who were doing like what they really wanted to do so I was seeking out those people and like I just feel like I was like vibrating with those Mm -hmm. people and then attracting those types of people so I feel like yeah my social life now is more like going to support friends who are like starting something or doing something Mm -hmm. or celebrating something and other than that like working like different events here at Make Lemonade Mm -hmm. that's good too because it shows like your growth and just like how you can put something away because you want something better to happen Mm -hmm. totally yeah yeah. and I feel like I before was always like searching for that like purpose Mm -hmm. like to have something that just like drove me and made me feel good and fulfilled me and I was looking for it in all the wrong places and just like not finding it Mm -hmm. And it's a different feeling now because it's like everything is a lot more like chill and stable. Whereas before, I feel like there was a lot of like woohoo, like yes, way yeah. up here, yeah. but then right down. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's it's interesting, like getting used to just that level plane. Mm-hmm. But it's really nice. There's like this peace that comes along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you hear yourself think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, recently I saw what we were saying earlier. I saw you posted that you've been sober for it's been two years. Two years. That's amazing. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thanks, guys. Clap for you. Amazing. I can't even believe that. Yeah. I know we used to get turned. (laughs) (laughs) We used to get turned together. Yes. Oh my gosh. Honestly. Yeah. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah. I did not think that. Um, if you don't mind me asking, what made you make that decision? Yeah, so I think for me, for a, a lot of years, I knew my drinking was like a little, a little extra. <laughs> um, yeah. Like when I would drink, I'm really small, and if, every time I would drink, I would end up like being blackout drunk, mm-hmm. and then like not remembering things the next day, mm-hmm. or maybe, yeah, and I feel like I also turned to alcohol as a way to like just cope like if I was feeling stressed or sad or whatever I was processing like drinking was a nice way to Mm -hmm. just numb out and just like not feel right Mm -hmm. and then when my mom so I knew like in the back of my mind I would see the pattern of like okay I'm not feeling the greatest and I drink and then I'm hangover I feel even worse like just this up and down and I'm so emotional and sensitive already that like that adding alcohol which is a depressant to that mix it's mm-hmm. just like oh my god this is not doing anything for me yeah. but at the same time that's what all my friends did that was my lifestyle so mm-hmm. I just like didn't see a way out and then in 2015 when my mom got sick um drinking was a part of that so she I think we don't handle alcohol well and her liver was suffering so mm-hmm. watching that was definitely a trigger. I was just like, okay, this is, it's, they say it's genetic. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And then, so then it was about a year after that she had gotten sober 
So that was inspiring to watch, mm-hmm. and I saw like the freedom that that gave her. Mm-hmm. And I felt like my drinking, because I was so aware of the fact that I didn't really want to drink anymore, but I was still doing it, and then like making bad decisions mm-hmm. or doing things I didn't want to do. I was like, Mom, like, how did you get sober? Like, can I do it? And she's like, Alyssa, if I can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. And so I just like I committed to it in the September 11th of 20. 16 and yeah like just yeah just do it I feel like when you're mentally ready to make that decision it's not that hard but when you're around your friends that are drinking and stuff does that bother you at all no like in the beginning for the first few months I did kind of just like isolate myself a bit Mm -hmm. I couldn't like I just didn't want to be around it and I was just I feel like I was just processing a lot of like old feelings and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, and I had to gain my confidence because I think that was another thing drinking did for me too. Like if I felt awkward in a situation or like I had anxiety, drinking would just make me feel so I had to learn to get that from somewhere else. Right. So, but now being two years in it, even like at the one year mark, as long as I'm going to something for the right reasons, mm-hmm. like if I'm going because I want to be with the people I'm with or like I like the DJ that's playing mm-hmm. or I'm celebrating something, as long as I, I have a reason that I'm there, yeah. whereas back in the day I might go just because I want to drink yeah. a party. Just because we're bored. Yeah, I'm bored. <laughs> then I'm okay. Like then I'm good. And I, it's been really like, it's shown me a lot about myself to see myself in all these situations where there's drinking and situations where in the past I would have been drinking and to just be there like just myself just how strong you are too yeah it's been it's a lot of strength a lot of mental strength and I feel like that's a thing a lot of us lack that's why we a lot of our lives may not end up the way we want them to and it all comes down to mental strength like fighting those temptations and the bad habits and stuff so super Mm -hmm. proud of you thank you yeah I definitely don't take credit I feel like there's some thing in the universe that just like has helped me yeah but I um yeah I don't know I I had a vision for myself and like who I wanted to be and I knew that like the way drinking made my life was never gonna get me there like Mm -hmm. I need to be as stable as possible yeah right and I'm already an emotional I'm a woman like whatever um so I just felt like that piece had to go and I'm just like super grateful yeah that that's gone yeah you're awake you're awakening yeah yeah do you ever miss it do you ever miss a glass of wine sometimes I don't even a shot a shot of tequila no I I don't know I, yeah, I, it's crazy to say, like, I don't miss it. I don't have a desire for it. Yeah. I'm kind of, like, grossed out by it. Yeah. If you really think about it, it's actually gross. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then, you feel nasty. Yeah. And then, like, I cringe taking, like, a lemon and ginger shot, but I could shot back, like, tequila, like, all <laughs> night. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no behavior. <laughs> she knows. We've been through it. <laughs> we were just talking about our concert days the other day. We went to, like, Erica Badu and Solange. Solange was the best because, like, we were on, it was, like, a general admission type of vibe. So, like, everyone was on the dance, like, on, a, like, a dance floor. And everyone was just dancing with each other. So good. And just, amazing. like, such an intimate setting so, to see yeah. those big artists. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. It was dope. Yeah. So, wait, she's seen me wild <laughs> in my wild days. Yeah. <laughs> wild 
And I'm glad to have those days. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I wouldn't want to just be someone who's like, no, I've never drank. Like, yeah. no. If you did, you'd be curious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> All right. So one more thing we want to touch on with you. Um, I've noticed, like, videos and stuff about you talking about body image, mm-hmm. like, insecurities you've had. Um, let's talk about those a little. Because I think you and Shan are very similar with very, this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think growing up mixed mm-hmm. and being thin is an interesting place to be, <laughs> right? So, yeah, since I was little, I think I've just been made to feel like I am too small. Like, eat your MAGA, what's wrong with you? You <laughs> said it, right? And, yeah, like, those ideas, like, got into my head. And even guys I've dated, like, different comments that have been said gotten into my head and then that starts to become like a piece of what you carry around with you and how you think about yourself so I feel like there's something wrong with you almost like yeah Yeah. and it's especially true I think when it's like it's not that you're bigger than average when you're smaller than average people feel that it's okay to just like comment on that Mm -hmm. whatever asks you Yeah. yeah Yeah. yeah. Didn't so I think we were at my work one time and a guy said she was t- something about her like needing to eat or something. I was so mad. We she just stared him down like she didn't even laugh. I was like laughing and she's like Yeah, <laughs> so straight up. But it's, it was so rude. Like Yeah, so PSA, rude. it's not okay to comment on a girl's weight ever. Yeah. Ever. Whether she's the perfect weight, underweight, in your opinion, overweight, like just keep it to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not your place. My thing too, I think, like, even, I feel, I find, like, a lot of bigger people will say to me, like, oh, like, you're so skinny. They'll put those comments on me because it's almost like they're, like... They're insecure about themselves. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Projecting. Yeah. Projecting. Yeah. Fuck, fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, just yeah. learning that, like, this is my body. Mm-hmm. Like, it's what it is. you know? Like, if I'm focused on being healthy and, like, if I'm feeling good, then, like, this is the vessel that I'm in. Like, mm-hmm. deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it used to bug me a lot, like, a few years ago, I'd say, but I feel like now I'm kind of just, like, I'm just getting used to it. I'm comfortable with myself. I mm-hmm. wish I could be a little bit bigger, but I'm not rushing it, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, can't take me like this, then... I feel like as women too, it's so hard to fight the thought that like you're not good enough. You're always trying to be some better at something, which is good in a certain like in certain aspects. But when it comes to your body image, and you're always trying to get to the next level, look better. Like for me, for example, I want to get skinnier, but someone wants my body. For you, you want to gain weight. Someone may want to be as skinny as you are, and vice versa. Like you never know, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's I think it's just fighting that idea of like oh I have to be perfect. So you just have to like. As women, we always have to have that battle. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And with social media and what yeah. we're seeing constantly, it's like, oh, I know. Yeah. It scares me. Like, my sister is six. She'll be seven oh gosh, in November. Oh and, like, oh, my God, I don't know. She doesn't have social media, obviously, yet. But, mm-hmm. like, oh, I just... Scary. She's still so pure and mm-hmm. just so, like, in her body and innocent and just... Yeah, I just... Like, to know, like, that's going to be taken away one day. One day. But luckily, like, with my sister, she's 15 now, and, like, she's doing good. I'm I'm in the clear. But she tells me about some of her friends, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. You can't hang with them anymore. (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
But, like, you know, she's like, it's crazy because, yeah, social media girls are beating their face to go to school, like, wearing full face of makeup, dressing up, like, for school. When, Even the like, term beating your face, face. Like, doesn't that sound violent? It sounds very, <laughs> like, intense. She's like, yeah, this is my face beat. Like, she shows me her friends. They're crazy. It's like, no, go read a book. Yeah. Go play outside. I didn't even yeah, have time. Yeah. I feel like in the morning, I was usually, like, rushing to walk to school or something. Like, I know. it's crazy. I heard a podcast with Alicia Keys, and she was saying, like, when she was growing up, she always had a place to be. Her mom made sure she was busy. She's mm-hmm. like, I think it's important to always have a place to be mm-hmm. so that you're not, you don't have time to I sit know. and focus on, you that's know? So true. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's so true. So then you get bored and you start thinking crazy thoughts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't do craziness. So. That's so true. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. We'll keep it sweet and short because I know you're a busy woman. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to take some pictures in this cool place right now. We're recording at Make Lemonade. Is that what it's called? It's on Adelaide. It's a workspace for women. It's mm-hmm. for women only, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. They say it's open, but it's basically. I don't think no man would want to come in here. Yes. Yeah. It's very feminine. Very feminine, but I'm in love with this place. Yeah. I know. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us, and you, we can find her products on easyperiod.ca. Yeah. Easyperiod.ca. Her Instagram is at easyperiod. Yay. Yay. Thanks for joining <laughs> us, Alyssa. Yeah, my pleasure. All right. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at at Soulful Synergy Podcast. Our Twitter is at soulful underscore synergy, and we post new episodes on our website at www.soulfulsynergypodcast.com. We recently just updated our website too, so check it out. Again, www.soulfulsynergypodcast.com. We are Soulful Synergy.